0: You're listening to Chamber Chat on PeoriaLife.com.
1: All right, everyone. Welcome to Chamber Chat. I'm your host, Jeff Griffin, President and CEO of the Peoria Area Chamber of Commerce. You've joined us on PeoriaLife.com. Our guest today is Ed Grelly, Vice President of Training and Organizational Development with AIM. Ed, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it. You got it. So listen, AIM... Um, we're doing a series with AIM, which is very useful because AIM a great partner of the Chamber of Commerce, has been in the two and a half years I've been here and prior to that. Um, but for those tuning in for the first time that may not have heard the first two pieces, update our listeners on, on what exactly AIM does and what, what your goal
0: is. Sure, Jeff. Um... Aim is really responsible. It's been around for 118 years. And again, for those that, that were on or heard the earlier pieces, they might have might have picked that up. But and and most of our focus has really been around supporting organizations that um, really have a need in the area of HR support, training and development, um, uh, hiring. You know, we we talk about it all the time, and I'll talk about it in a little bit. But we're really focused on three areas: hiring, development, and retention. Okay, and so everything that we do is really centered on those three principles.
1: Fantastic! And what does your you have been with Aim how long?
0: So I just started with Aim about a year ago. As a matter of fact, I celebrated my one year anniversary just last week. I would have got flowers. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations! <laughs> Thanks. And prior to coming to Aim, what'd you do? So for thirty six years, uh, I was in the medical business. Uh, the first ten were with Johnson and Johnson. Um, I was in roles in sales and sales management there, and then I moved to a pharmaceutical company in St. Louis called Mallinckrat, where I spent 26 years responsible for the training and development of all their field sales organization teams.
1: Right. So the reason I asked, I knew the answer to that off the air, listeners, but the reason I bring that up is uh, uh, AIM... Um, they, they bring a lot of experience and talent to the folks that are going to be working with you and supporting your needs. And Ed, with 36 years of experience, uh, obviously seen the ups and downs of businesses and probably seen a lot of challenges. So as the vice president of training and organizational
0: development, tell me what that means. What do you do? Yeah, so my role, right? Um, you know, my responsibility at AIM is really to build out um, a solid training platform for our members. Um, that meet really their employee needs both now and in the future. So you'll often see from AIM that, you know, our business is built around those things I mentioned earlier, the hiring, the development, the retention. So we have products and services that really support each of those areas, some more than others. But training and development can participate in each of those as little or as much as an organization would need. Um, we can provide everything from creating and implementing performance management and talent management systems all the way to creating content Oh, that would be business specific. So custom content, if you will.
1: Okay. All right. So you guys go in and we, we, I know this about aim and I think it's the best, the best part about aim. If there can be a best part is you meet the employer where, where they're at, right? You, 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 you sculpt it. Like if I want my wall painted a certain color, you're going to bring in that color and help me get my wall painted that color.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's really, I think, where our expertise in, you know, you look at the instructors and the, the content developers or instructional designers, and, and that's really where they excel. Um, all of them have been there done that have the t-shirt so to speak in other words they either been managers of big departments or have been organizational development um, managers in the past and so they bring that experience with them when they when they come to a an employer and sit down and talk to them right
1: gotcha. so what are the biggest challenges when you're in terms of hiring development and retention are there one of those that is a uh, I know they're all challenges but is there one that's a greater challenge than than others
0: well i think they build upon each other it's really all about you know, hiring the right employee, starting with that and all the things that we can do to help organizations do that effectively. Um, and then once you have that employee on board, How can we continue to develop them? Because if they're great employees, you want to keep them around. Exactly. Right? And so we provide programs that can build skills and and everything from leadership skills to supervisory skills, even HRs are the other big area that we support. But you do that on an ongoing basis to maintain them, and that keeps their retention. You know, most people leave organizations, about 70% of the people leave organizations because, not because of the money. Uh, most people would say that, but it's because they're not developed properly. Right, right. That's that's a big topic. We see
1: that uh, a lot with our, our member businesses and, you know, when I'm out of business after hours or different events, uh, that's what I hear most often. Pe- you know, people are, are dissatisfied with the work environment, not necessarily the, uh, the wage, although that right. it's important as it well. It is important, yeah. right. So if someone wants to get in and uh, uh, um, become a member of AIM and tap into these services, Ed, how do they go about doing that?
0: Well, generally, we support our members and non-members. You know, it really starts with an opportunity. And so, um, you know, whether they find us on the website or whether they hear from someone else that the, we've done a program for them, it usually starts with a phone call in saying, hey, I've got a potential need. Um, once that's identified, whether it's a non-member or a member, we typically go out and meet with that organization through a series of meetings with their, what I would call leadership stakeholders. Um, At that time, we try to uncover what the exact need is of of the employer and then try to match what training assets or what assets we have to match that need. It could be anything from, a a you know, just attending a public course um, to creating custom content for them based on whatever their need is, you know. But our main focus, uh, for for the most part, is really in leadership programs. I mean, supervisory skills, we talked about that, uh, and the HR support. You know, and then for individual contributors. So, if you're not a supervisor, if you're not a, a manager, for those individual contributors as well within an organization, we've programs like uh, that run across everything in communication skills, like assertive listening skills or effective writing and right. grammar. So, even that, you know, even those other employees can build their their platform as well. Right. And do you have a
1: website to direct uh, folks that aren't engaged yet, too?
0: Yeah, we do. Um, you know, it's www.aim. A well, let me spell it out. It's a a i m e a dot org.
1: Right, right. That's the part. It's, it, we keep saying aim, but it's, it, it takes an aim on a on a target. <laughs> but it's a a i m e a dot o r g. That's correct. All right, fantastic. What is going on now with, uh, with with training options? Your members have you covered some of that, but. Things get so – we still do a lot of traditional stuff in the Chamber of Commerce because we still believe people want to shake hands with the person they're doing business with. I don't know if that ever completely goes away, but we're also into the – like we're doing right here on a podcast, you know, where we're getting out on the Internet and and visiting with our members. Uh, What do you guys have going on with the virtual environment?
0: You know, uh, I would say traditionally – The majority of our work, so when I came in a year ago, uh, 90% of what we did was what I would call instructor-led sessions, either whether it was public or custom. I mean, we had an instructor there on site doing the training. You know, as as the millennials come up through the organization, you see a lot of interest in trying to do self-paced learning, and so virtual platforms have been built. Um, a variety of them, whether they're internal to the organization or there's a lot of companies that have come up that provide just things we call them learning management systems that allow you to put training assets out there and people can take things at self-paced. And so, over the like I said, over the years, our, our focus has really been on the instructor-led piece. And so, when I came in, one of the things I was really trying to do is to establish also a virtual presence um, within the organization. And so what we've done is we've, we've, uh, Started the process. We've just launched a, a new product at our leadership conference last week called AIM University, mm-hmm. which is our LMS that will allow us to now take our, our extensive library, put that out there, and host it out there on our LMS for those organizations that can't afford um, those types of systems. And they are very, very expensive. And so part of the membership fee or part of the value-added proposition that we now have for our members is that you get access to this LMS at no charge, along with some compliance courses.
1: Fantastic. So what you're getting folks is, a uh, 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 how many, how, how many years you've been in business? We've been in 118 yeah, years, just about right? 118, 118 years yeah. worth of experience and, uh, credibility and whatever you need for your workplace to help support the training of your folks. Um, I can tell you this. I, I mean, I only have, uh, we have six employees and, uh, some interns along the way, but, um, if you don't keep your employees happy, and keep them motivated and, and help develop them and help them grow. You're not going to stick around for you. And, and I, I can't tell you how often I see that happen. Uh, Chamber of Commerce, you know, over 80% of our businesses are small businesses. They're intimate work environments. And the more you can provide to your uh, employees, the the happier they're going to be and the more, uh, loyal and dedicated. I think they're going to be.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think gone are the days where you see individuals staying with a company their entire life. They now move based on what they can get out of, out of what the organization will support them in, um, the opportunities for growth within their organization. Right. Um, and if they can continue to expand their experiences.
1: Yeah. Um, so you mentioned uh that's that's funny it caught me off guard with people not staying in their organizations it's been a topic a lot recently with our young professionals group and um um you know we we have some that are getting into careers where they plan to stay we had a um teachers recruitment for Peoria public schools came in with 20, 20 or so I call them kids recent college graduates looking for a, you know hopefully they'll land here for 30 years and that'll work out for them um being a school teacher but what, do you know, the last number I heard was like five years is the average length of stay at a business.
0: Yeah. And that was a few years back. It's is down it? to about three now. Oh, yeah, I yeah. mean, we see, you know, you take a look at interviews nowadays and people that are, you know, 10 years out of college have already in their third or fourth job. Right. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that they, they're not being developed. If you know, if you go and talk and we've done exit interviews with some of these folks, you come and find out that. You know, what they found, they thought they were going to get and what they actually got were two different things. And so they're looking for these opportunities all the time to take the next step for an increase in pay. Who's, you know, it's greener on the other side, so to speak, the grass is greener. So right. they they make some moves and they're not they're not afraid to do that
1: apologetic of it. And see, I have it. I see it happen in both ways. And as I've been the CEO of the Chamber of Commerce for going on over two years, which is good because a lot of CEOs don't make it two years. <laughs> There's some <laughs> stats on that, too. So um, I'm appreciative of that. But I see it happen in both ways. You have um, some employees that don't have the dedication they need to maybe stick through some tough times with their business and also some employers that are dismissive of of the development of their employees.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you do see both. You're right.
1: That's that's a big challenge we all have. Folks, you're on a chamber chat with Jeff Griffin, president of the Peoria Area Chamber of Commerce. Our guest today is Ed Grelli, uh, Ames Vice President of Training and Organizational Development. Um, Ed, wrap us up here, man. What what uh, what's the future of Aim? Uh, any any new project? We've heard about what you have going on, um, but in your strategic planning, uh, what's next for Aim?
0: It's really to reach out. I mean, right now we're, you know, by state. So we have an office here in Peoria and then we have another office in St. Louis and, um, we hope to expand beyond those. Geographic boundaries, and one of the ways to do that is through the virtual platform that I mentioned a little while ago with Am University. Um, we really want to provide training to as many people that that need it, uh, but have restrictions that they can't get out of the office, um, you know, for the time because now they're asked to do so much stuff um, more than they have in the past, and so we're looking for ways to reach out. Uh, versus trying to always have them come to us. Okay. And I think you'll see a lot more from us in the future, whether it's a, um, uh, similar to a podcast, like we call them power hours, where we have webinars mm-hmm. that are on very important topics like FLSA, things like that. Um, to, we take a, a our diversity course and, and, chunk it up into four, one hour segments and put it out there online where folks can take it at their own pace. Gotcha things like that.
1: So am I, did I hear that right? The bricks and mortar offices of just St. Louis and Peoria? That's correct. Okay. See, I guess I'm supposed since I moved to Peoria, I knew AIM was one of the first uh, groups I met and we've had a great partnership uh, in the time I've been here. Look forward to, to continuing that with you guys. Same with us. All right, folks. So listen, you've been with uh, Jeff Griffin on, on chamber chat, peorialife.com with uh, Ed Grelli, our guest from AIM. If you're not engaged with AIM yet, Get yourself signed up, uh, www.aaimea.org. They've got a tremendous amount of resources. Come on out to the Chamber of Business Hours. You'll see AIM representatives there, and we'll get you guys connected. Ed,
0: thanks again for being here. Thanks a lot, Jeff. PeoriaLife.com.